It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on Cougars for Friday, October 19th, 2018. Hopefully you all are well. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It's a blast to bring this to you each and every day, talking about the BYU Cougars. Lay out the show for you as we kick things off here. We're going to be talking some BYU recruiting. I know I promised Jeff Hansen from Cougar Sports Insider yesterday. Had a scheduling snafu pop up, and we're going to have to move him to next week. So we'll catch up with him. But never fear your recruit, Nicks. We're going to talk some recruiting here in this first segment. BYU coaches out on the road this weekend with their bye week. They're going to be out recruiting, and we'll talk about some of the prospects they're likely to go out and see or have already seen. In the second segment, we're talking about the Cougar tip-off. BYU basketball is back. They'll be back on the court tonight at the Marriott Center. Chance to go out and see the Cougars compete. It'll be an intra-squad scrimmage. We'll talk a little bit about that in the second segment. And then in the final segment, we will let you know where you can find the other teams in Provo, women's volleyball, women's soccer, etc., where you can find them in action. We'll be catching you up to date on that in quick hits. Today's show brought to you by All Guard Pest Control, our good friends based there in Utah Valley. But service the entire Wasatch Front. Seth Baird and his team will tell you more about them in a moment. Also brought to you today by Vivid Seats and our good friends at Sling TV. We'll let you know about them here in a little bit as well. Once again, thanks for downloading the show. You can find us on all of your major podcast platforms Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, Stitcher Radio, Spotify. You can even tell your smart speakers, Google, Alexa, whatever you got. Just tell them play podcast live. Locked on Cougars, and you should find it right there. All right, talking some recruiting now. BYU coaches have actually been on the road seemingly for about four days at this point. I guess three days will be four days by the end of the weekend. Recruiting, kind of spreading out all over the country to catch the prospects they have committed and or are interested in and the interesting part about this is BYU has a chance to catch more prospects than normal because the bye week fell at a good time in terms of the Utah high school football season. It has ended, the regular season has ended with their fall break going on this weekend. Most of the high school football teams in the state of Utah either played Wednesday night or last night, the vast majority on Wednesday night. I know Jeff Grimes was spotted at Sky Ridge High School there in Lehigh, checking out a prospect by the name of Logan Sagapolu, an offensive lineman prospect who I'm really high on. We'll speak about him in a minute, but these coaches get a chance to stay in state, go out and see recruits here in the state of Utah, and then like I mentioned, uh, leaving last night or early today, they could head out on the road and catch prospects around the country for their games on a Friday night. Just an overall look at BYU's recruiting class at this point. The star recruit in the class is, of course, quarterback prospect Jacob Conover out of Chandler High School in Chandler, Arizona. Great player. He's going to go on an LDS mission. Um, If all goes according to plan, he will return just in time, essentially, for Zach Wilson's tenure to end. And theoretically, if Jacob Conover pans out like most expect him to, he would be the next guy in line to take over for the Cougars. 
Now, we are talking recruiting, so I am reticent to make any bold proclamation when it, proclamations when it comes to Jacob Conover's status, but I would expect that Aaron Roderick and maybe some other coaches are going to visit him this weekend, catch up with him, let him know their love for him, etc. Just keep him, keep him in the fold. I don't see Conover flipping at all. BYU's been his dream school, and he's the, he's the crown jewel of BYU's recruiting class to this point. He's a four-star prospect uh, based on most of the ratings nationally. This, the, the star rating system, and I get it. If you're not a recruiting guy, you're probably screaming at your, at, at your podcast and saying, Hatch, the star rankings don't matter. I get it. I do think they're getting better and they still have some value even if they're not perfect. The star rating system that I subscribe to most wholeheartedly that I feel like is the most accurate is what 24-7 Sports has developed. They call it the 24-7 Sports Composite Ratings where they take the ratings for for each prospect, put them all together, and it spits out a number. Uh, Just for benchmarks in terms of what we're looking at is a two-star prospect is anything about .75 or higher. Uh, They have a zero-point system. So .75 or higher is a is a two-star prospect 0.80 or higher normally is a three-star prospect you get to about 0.89 to 0.90 range and that's when the four-star prospect kicks in five-star prospects as most of you probably are wondering we're talking the high 0.9 numbers we're talking 0.97 0.98 0.99 we're talking the elite of the elite there there's not more than i would imagine 20 guys in each recruiting class who are classified as five-star prospects prospects. Okay, so getting back to the point, Jacob Conover currently is the lone four-star prospect for BYU. He has a .9051 rating. He's the 10th rated quarterback in this class, and a kid like that has been recruiting hard for BYU. He has worked on guys like uh, Chase Roberts to keep them in the fold. I know that Chase Roberts from American Fork High School committed to BYU early, but he went to a Nike Spark Combine earlier this summer and put up the highest Spark rating at the event. Coaches from all the all over the country sat up a little straighter, were pulling out film, asking who this kid was. Uh, picked up an offer from USC of all people, and the interesting part was when he uh, when they offered him the scholarship, he told them about his LDS mission plans and they yanked the scholarship, which was kind of curious, all things considered, that the Trojans have a linebacker who some of you may know by the name of Taylor Katoa, kid from Layton High School here in the state of Utah. He's actually going on an LDS mission and USC signed off on it. Don't don't ask me why Chase Roberts doesn't get the opportunity to go play for the Trojans and serve a mission, but Taylor Katoa does. I don't know, but... USC's loss, so to say, is BYU's gain. Uh, Conover's also working on other prospects who are not committed. A uh, kid like Logan Sagapolu, offensive lineman from Sky Ridge High School. Um, BYU needs to land this kid if at all possible. They have limited scholarships this year at BYU. I don't think they have more than 20 to hand out this year when the normal number that the NCAA allows you to hand out is 25. BYU always deals with a fluctuating number because of returning LDS missionaries and the like. 
So this year they have a they have fewer than normal. So that means they have a higher importance of hitting on guys. And Logan Sagapolu is a kid in BYU's proverbial backyard in Lehigh at Lee in Lehigh at Skyridge High School, not at Lehigh High School at Skyridge High School, who is the number one rated center recruit in the entire 2019 recruiting class. An offensive lineman that is very strong. And Jeff Grimes smartly went and visited him Wednesday night. He was spotted at Sky Ridge. And BYU, for the most part, the recruiting class, there's a lot of guys committed. I believe there are 11 commits so far. Like I mentioned, I don't. I think that range of where they have numbers for this year is between 15 and 20. So that means with 11 commits currently, that would leave you with four to ten other scholarships. Uh, so four, four to nine other scholarships to hand out this year. So that means BYU in this late run up to the early signing day in mid-December, they're going to have to be very thorough about who they're scouting, but also guys that they offer to and get commitments from. Because when you have smaller numbers to commit guys to and smaller numbers to sign guys, you need to hit on a higher percentage of them. It's an inexact science, but the good news is, is I think BYU staff is hot on the heels of some prospects they feel like can make strides develop and be be good players the recruiting class so far i know a lot of people have complained about it ranked 80th nationally according to 24 7 sports last year they're ranked 20, uh, 78th i don't know that that number is going to climb much higher unless byu all of a sudden starts committing four star after four star but based on who we know they've offered i don't see many four stars out there that ha- are going to commit to BYU. So this recruiting class is going to be a lower uh, rated class, uh, all things considered. Last year's class rated 78th, so kind of in the same range as last year. But I feel like Kalani Sitake, the one thing we can take away is his staff, especially guys like Elisa Tuiaki, etc., are great talent evaluators. They know talent when they see it. They spot it early. They've offered guys early, as young as 8th grade, because they know these kids can play and more often than not they're right so I think the good news is for BYU is that they can sit back and say hey trust us when it comes to our recruiting we know who we're targeting we know what guys we're after and trust us when we say these guys can make a difference like I said it's an inexact science but Kalani Satake early on in his tenure, and he hasn't had all of his guys that he has recruited come back from LDS missions yet. So we'll see when the full fruits of his recruiting efforts are on display and see if he was right about it. But in terms of a talent evaluation so far at the high school level, I think he's done a, a rather good job. All right, thanks for bearing with me. Those of you that don't like recruiting, but it is something that is a lifeblood of a college football program. You want to win big games and have big wins like the win over Wisconsin, you need the athletes to do it. Um, One final note before we go, though, the current rating for BYU in terms of where they sit on an average rating with all their commits right now is a .8234. It's a solid three-star average for BYU. It's actually higher than last year's average of .8135. So with this national rank of their class ranked lower than last year, In terms of overall rating, it's actually a little better in terms of average uh, prospect talent, according to 24-7 sports. 
So there you go. Some thoughts on BYU recruiting. We'll come back, talk some BYU basketball. The Cougar uh, Cougar tip-off is going on tonight at the Marriott Center. Hopefully you guys get a chance to go out and enjoy that. I know the Jazz are in action tonight, and I'm sure that'll draw away some fans when it comes to the Jazz taking on the defending champion Golden State Warriors in their home opener. All right, we'll take a time out here. Do need to tell you, though, real quick before we go about today's sponsor of the show, and that, of course, that is our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. They have a singular focus on all pests. They want to make sure you're taken care of. I've had a chance to meet with Seth, the owner, and I... I asked him, frankly, what makes you do what you want to do? And he said, I want to make sure people are taken care of when it comes to their pest control issues. They can handle any type of pest you got. Termites, mice, ants, spiders, anything you got, they can handle it. And they they back up their work. The termite in particular, they have a 15-year guarantee on termite termite services that they will not come back. If they do, they'll come out and take care of it. No, no cost whatsoever. Another great thing about All Guard Pest Control is the fact that they don't use contracts. You want a one-time service? Seth and his guys will come out and service you one time, and then you're done. If you want a quarterly service where they come out every three months, make sure you're taking care of whatever the hot spots of bugs are during that season of the year. They'll do that as well for you. Give them a call. Check it out. Tell them Locked On Cougars sent you, 801-851-1812. That's all guard pest control. They'll make sure you're taken care of, servicing everywhere along the Wasatch Front. Give them a call, 801-851-1812. More in a moment. This is Locked On Cougars. The NCAA tournament is almost here. Listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back. Thanks again for downloading the show. Cougar tip-off tonight for the BYU basketball program. 7 o'clock at the Marriott Center. I would encourage you guys to go out and enjoy the night with the Cougars. Always fun to see the team in their first action of the year. And it's it's presented by Papa John's. Like I said, 7 o'clock at the Marriott Center. Dave Rose's team in action. Uh, Jason Shepard and Mark Durant will be calling the game on the BYU Sports Network. And if you want to catch that, it's on Sirius XM 143 or 107.9 FM here along the Wasatch Front. You also can go to BYURadio.org or BYUCougars.com for streaming links to that. The event's free to the public. A fan festival begins at 5.30 and runs until tip-off at 7 p.m. on the Marriott Center Concourse. Uh, It includes face painting, poster making, inflatables. You can do drills with the BYU women's basketball team who had their blue and white game last night. So a a lot of fun stuff going on tonight with the BYU basketball program going to be a fun season ahead there's a some big games on this schedule for the cougars uh dave rose has the goal of getting his program back to an elite level getting them back to the ncaa tournament uh 
news out of West Coast Conference Media Days, which were held yesterday in Las Vegas. Dave Rose said that Colby Lee, one of their young big men and one of the few big men on BYU's roster, is currently dealing with a foot issue. They're trying to uh, get that healed up, get him cleared by doctors before he's able to go out and play, get back on the court. So you likely won't see him on the court tonight, I would imagine, because I don't think they're going to make a declaration that he's dealing with medical issues and all of a sudden he's on the court two days later. But you never know. It'd be interesting to see that happen. And the getting back to the point here is Dave Rose, his team, they want to make it back to the NCAA tournament. They've made it to the NIT multiple years since they made the NCAA tournament last, but it's it's this feeling of, okay, we're in a tournament, but we're not in the big tournament that everybody cares about. And that's the goal. I know basketball in the state of Utah as a whole is down. We haven't had a team make the NCAA tournament, if I'm not mistaken, for two years. The last two seasons, we've gone over in terms of the whole state. Dave Rose understands his team needs to be better. They need to win more earlier. They got to win some of these big non-conference matchups that'll help their case come March to make the big dance. So I'm excited, but I'm also nervous for this program because they've got these expectations hovering around them. And at times I feel like it almost chokes the program and that's not a healthy thing for a program, but it's the, it's the reality. They understand that the fans expectations, their own expectations are to make the NCAA tournament. The issue is managing those expectations, keeping it in their head, but in the back of their brain while focusing on what they can control in the present. And that is go out and win games, have good showings, uh, a game. So they're going to start the season opening night. The number four ranked team in the country, according to ESPN, is the Nevada Wolfpack and BYU is going to Reno to take on Nevada. You spring an upset there to start the season, come March, that's going to look very favorably because Nevada has got a roster chock full of star players. We're talking NBA prospects. The Martin twins come to mind, the two forwards they have. And let's put it this way, BYU has it laid out before them. Now they need to do what they can they can control, and that is to go out and win games. I had a chance to speak with TJ Hawes during BYU's basketball media day. A little bit about him being an upperclassman now, what he's worked on, also carrying on the family legacy of the Hawes name. So here you go. Here's my conversation with TJ Hawes that I conducted during BYU media day earlier this month. You're an upperclassman now. What is the biggest facet of your game you feel has improved during your time here at BYU? Um, man, that's a great question. Um, I feel like the biggest thing I've improved on, you know, I I, I think um, just coming, just having experience mm-hmm. at BYU is something that uh, helps you improve each year. Uh, you know what you're getting into each game. You know what you're getting into each season. Uh, you learn to to maintain your body better and take care of yourself a little better. So all that stuff that comes with time, I, I feel like I've improved on a lot. This is finally an upperclassman laden team. How much of an impact will that make this year, in your opinion? Uh, you know, I think it's going to make a huge impact. 
impact. I, I, we have guys that you know played in huge games, and they they really know what it takes to win basketball games. And um, I feel like when you have a lot of guys that have that experience, they know what it takes to win, and they're trying to help everyone get on that level. Coach Rose has mentioned this is one of the smaller teams in terms of just overall size. Are you kind of excited to play in maybe a more up-tempo system and have four guards on the court potentially? Absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it's hard for me to play a slow style of basketball. It's, it's, I don't think it's very fun. Um, but this year we're going to get up and down, and, you know, I really think that helps every guy, you know, be aggressive on offense and, and take their shots, and, uh, and I think it feeds confidence confidence in the guys as well how how impactful is it to have nick back even though he's just out these first nine games but how impactful is it to have him back it's been awesome to have him back you know i, I think you know i'm super proud of of nick for being for being back i think he's he's had a tough go for a little bit but to see you know where he was and where he is now i'm, I'm super proud of him but you know he he brings a great intensity to our team and a lot of competitiveness to our team that you know makes everyone in practice uh, work a little bit harder and you know I'm super excited to have him back and I think um, you're going to see uh, great things from him this year. They beefed up the non-conference schedule this year. Are you excited for what you got coming up? Yeah, I think that's what college basketball is all about: playing against great teams and cool venues and. Um, playing in front of crazy crowds, I think that's that's college basketball to me, and so I'm really excited to um, to travel around and, and play some good teams. What did you work on most in the off season? Uh, you know, I'd say the biggest thing I focused on was my confidence. Um, you know, I, I felt like that dipped a little bit last year, and um, I'm excited to um, to play my game and, and play loose and play free. And I've worked on that a lot this summer. So, were we talking confidence in terms of shooting, or just overall confidence? What were, what were we looking at? Uh, yeah, overall confidence, okay. yeah. but uh, it definitely helps in the shooting area as well. Fair enough. Last couple of things from me: you had a dad that's played here, you had a brother who played here how fun is it to carry on that legacy of the Haas name here at BYU uh, it's great you know I I, um, I don't really compare myself much to them uh, in terms of what they did here or trying to you know do something more whatever it is I, I try and take the wisdom that they have for me um, and take their advice and uh, and be who I am but um, it is cool to to put on a BYU jersey just like they did Okay, you're a local kid. A lot of the guys on this team are from here in Utah Valley. If you, if you take me back to Highland or Alpine area, where's your favorite place to eat? Where's my favorite place to eat? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I don't know if I eat in too many places in Highland or Alpine. <laughs> okay, let's just open up to Utah Valley in general. Yeah. Um, I always like to go to Cafe Rio or In-N-Out. Those are my spots. Those aren't much of Not local places. You, you but. need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. All right, thanks so much, TJ. Thank you. Appreciate it. There you go, TJ Hawes. Thank him for taking the time. You'll see him on the court tonight with the Cougar tip-off event taking place. Get out to the Marriott Center. Catch the BYU basketball team in action. I know that for a lot of fans that the basketball season doesn't start until football is over, but BYU basketball is going to be a program you want to pay attention to, especially with this early uh, season schedule they've set up. 
up for themselves. A road game at Mississippi State that Dave Rose said was is created in part to get Jasheer Hardnett, a senior guard who is from Mississippi, close to home to play in front of family and friends. Also, the season opener against Nevada. They're taking on UNLV. They got a bunch of in-state games, most notably against Utah, Utah State. They also got Weber State and UVU on the schedule. Fun non-conference slate, I think, this year. And, of course, the West Coast Conference play. You always have the behemoth in Gonzaga there. Fun season ahead for the Cougar Cagers. I know some of you don't like that nickname. I think it's great. But the BYU basketball team is going to be in action tonight. So go out, enjoy the Cougar tip-off, and root on the boys who are on the hardwoods. All right, today's show brought to you by Vivid Seats. Proud partner with the Locked On Network. Of course, Vivid Seats is an online ticket event marketplace that's dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with the experiences that allow them a lifetime. Vivid Seats can see their Vivid Seats customers can see their favorite teams. If you're a jazz fan or BYU, etc., you can see them perform in person as well as artists. Or if you're a theater fan, you also can go out and catch that. They offer great prices and easy purchasing experience. And for listeners of the Locked On Podcast Network, you can receive twenty dollars off your order of two hundred dollars or more if you are a first time customer of Vivid Seats. All you need to do is go download the app. Go download the Vivid Seats app at the App Store or the Google Play Store. Enter that promo code locked on and you'll receive 20 bucks off, $200 or more in purchases as a new customer of Vivid Seats. That's 10% off. Check it out, guys. All Vivid Seats confirmed orders are also backed up by a 100% guarantee. Check it out, guys. That's Vivid Seats using the promo code locked on. Also need to mention to you guys about Sling TV. They have the best option when it comes to watching college football and the BYU Cougars. $30 a month will get you ESPN, the Pac-12 Network, SEC Network, and other networks where you can catch college football, in particular the BYU Cougars. You can stream them live on your big screen or and across all of your favorite devices, iPads, tablets, phones, etc. They give you the live TV you love only better and that's what Sling TV does. No useless channels, there are no long-term contracts, there's no hidden fees, it's all up front and you can cancel at any time. Locked on podcast listeners can get a 7-day free trial to see if Sling TV might be the right option for you. All you need to do is go to slingit.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. 7-day free trial, see if it's the right option for you. Once again, that's sling.com slash locked on. All right, quick hits next. Catching you up where everybody else in terms of the BYU Athletic Department is in action this weekend. That's next right here on the Locked on Cougars podcast. as we close out another edition of Locked on Cougars we're also getting you ready for the weekend ahead I know BYU football is off this weekend but there are other teams in Provo you can go out and watch like we just mentioned in the previous segment you can catch the Cougar tip off Uh, fun event it's kind of a laid back atmosphere the players are having fun 
Good chance to go out and support the Cougars. And the best part, best of part of all is that it's free. So go out and check that out. Uh, two results from last night to mention for you in terms of teams in action. The BYU women's soccer team was on the road in Stockton, California. Five different Cougars found the back of the net in the second half as they rolled to a 5-1 win over the Pacific Tigers. Another win for the BYU women's soccer team. They're now 9-4-1 on the season. 4-1 in West Coast Conference play. They are back in action tomorrow remaining in the northern california bay area they're headed to moraga to take on saint mary's tomorrow that game scheduled for two o'clock mountain time at saint mary's stadium you can get a video stream on the w.tv also audio broadcast will be heard on the byu radio network sirius xm 143 and on terrestrial radio 107.9 fm so you can check it out there uh I would expect that the women's soccer team beat St. Mary's, but you never know. The nice part is about the women's soccer team is they have bounced back this year after a lackluster season a year ago. And Jennifer Rockwood, only one senior on this team, could be setting herself up for another stellar run going forward. The women's volleyball team was also in action last night, and in typical fashion, they went out and swept Loyola Marymount 25-23, 25-15, 25-20 at the Smith Fieldhouse. It is their 15th sweep of the season. The Cougars absolutely dominated Loyola Marymount in this game. Like they've done with most of them, they have 19 wins on the season, 15 of them sweeps. Just an incredible season being put together by the Cougars here. They started it out with a bang, and they've just they've built on it, and they continue to roll on. So best of luck to the women's volleyball team. They're back in action tomorrow on their home court, taking on Pepperdine at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. The match will be televised on BYU TV. You can get links to the video feed and also live stats on the BYUCougars.com website if you want to watch online. But I would encourage you, if you have a chance, go out and enjoy the game at the Smith Fieldhouse. It's a fun event. Uh, a couple other sports in action this weekend to keep you updated on is women's uh Women's softball in action tonight. They're hosting Snow College at 5 o'clock at Gale Miller Field. If you want to go watch the softball team in action, they'll follow that up with a game against the College of Southern Idaho tomorrow at 1 p.m. Both of those games, I believe, are free to the public. So you can go out and enjoy softball action if you are so inclined. All right, and as we wrap things up, one other note basketball-wise is that Yoli Childs, BYU star forward, he has been named to the 2019 Carl Malone Award watch list, which is part of a national list of awards. There's 20 candidates only on this list, and it's bearing the name of Carl Malone, longtime legend, power forward for the Utah Jazz. Any BYU fan will be familiar with his name. And to be one of 20 candidates on this award watch list is a big honor I think for the junior in Yoli Childs Um, it's exciting I hopefully he's able to go out and have the season I think fans are all expecting him to have and if he does if he leads BYU uh, building on he he averaged 17.8 points as a sophomore a year ago he did declare for the NBA draft to kind of gauge his draft stock got a lot of good uh, feedback from scouts etc and if he can come back and build on that maybe move it to 20 points a game on average I think he could do some big things for the Cougars so that's the exciting part all right wrapping up the show that's it everybody it has been an awesome week a bye week we made it through BYU back in action a week from tomorrow when they host Northern Illinois at Lavelle Edwards Stadium 
get out, enjoy the outdoors. If you only enjoy watching BYU or watch college football, do whatever you feel is best for you this weekend. I'm excited for it. I'm a sports nut. It goes with what I do working in the sports media industry, so I'll be catching plenty of other games. But we'll be back with you on Monday, recapping everything from Kalani Satake's press conference on Monday as they get back into action, getting ready for Northern Illinois. Uh, We'll have Jeff Hansen, like we mentioned, reschedule with him for next week, talk some recruiting with him. Cougar Sports Insider uh, for the CougarSportsInsider.com website, part of the 24 seven sports network we'll have him on the show as well so a lot to cover but we're excited for it thanks for your continued support here on the show this has been locked on cougars for october 19th 2018 Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.